I stepped outside one of these last few mornings after a good pounding rain all night and took a deep breath. The clean, cool air smelled sweet and earthy, a mix of flowers, cedar, and soil. The potted basil and flowers on the porch are loving the mix of rain and sun, as do the squashes and the eggplants in the raised bed. During these last 14 months, many of us found ourselves growing food at home. Some of us have years of experience as gardeners, and others are just discovering the amazing delight of freshly picked produce, produce that you grew yourself. Not to mention the soul-soothing work of turning the soil, weeding, and watering and watching those baby plants sprout and mature. Jesus draws our attention today to the mysteries of seeds and how they grow. In the first parable, the seeds are sown, grow, and bear fruit, and the grower does not understand how the seed goes from seed to mature plant that is ready for harvest. We plant seeds with faith that the earth will nurture them and that they will grow. And it is a holy mystery of creation that they actually sprout and take root. With patience, we might see them poke out of the soil. The stalk grows, the leaves develop, the head or fruit begins to form, and finally is fully developed. It's a process. It takes time and faith that the seeds we plant will indeed grow and bear fruit. In this parable, it is the soil that causes things to grow. We sow the seeds, seeds of love, the work of our ministries as Jesus' followers. The soil, God's power, causes the seeds to grow. The good news is that we cannot do anything to make those seeds grow. God does that. The second parable is about the potential of the tiniest seed. The mustard Jesus references is a shrubby plant that provides much-needed shade and protection for animals and birds and even the soil in the arid landscape of his context. The mustard seed is about a sixteenth of an inch big, and it can become an eight-foot-tall plant with really sturdy branches. But the focus of the parable is how a seed grows and the mystery of that. And this time, Jesus hints at the potential it has when mature to provide a place of shelter and safety not unlike the peaceful refuge of our pandemic gardens. <clears throat> Mark says Jesus taught the crowds only in parables, stories filled with mystery, and the people heard the word as they were able to hear it. That's word with a capital W, the word of God, spoken in colloquial stories. 
Jesus used parables to teach about the kingdom of God because the things he was saying were pretty radical for his day. And parables gave people a way to continue to think and talk about the promises he was making. Promises of peace and refuge to people who lived in an occupied land and an inhospitable climate. Parables of seeds and plants, birds and shrubs, they bring the mysteries of the kingdom of God to things that we know and can touch. Parables themselves are seeds. We cannot know how they grow. Through them, we hear the word as we are able, and our hearts are changed by that word. Circling back to the good news of these parables, the kingdom of God is about sowing seeds, not about making them grow. One could say it is about sowing the seeds of love, loving our community, loving God's earth, loving ourselves. Loving people who look and act and believe differently than we do. And loving God. And then having faith that God will nurture those seeds to sprout roots and reach for the sun. We may not know exactly what kind of plant will grow. We may need to wait and watch. We may never see anything grow. And we may find ourselves reaping the fruits of love sown long ago. Watching and waiting, looking for God at work in our lives and in the world, this is the work of discernment, of asking how our gifts and values align with God's desire for us to co-create a community of love and justice for all people. We talked last week about the Benedictine rule as a cycle of learning where God is present in our lives, listening for where God is inviting us to grow, and living into that new life. If you missed it, the sermon starts at minute 24 in last week's service. Whether we plant to a plan or not, a life of faith is one of continual discernment. This past week, the Vestry Work Group on Transitions began meeting to begin learning and planning for some congregational work later this summer and fall. I'm planting this seed now so that it be can begin to germinate in you. As part of the clergy transition time, that time after Father Jeff's retirement and before calling a new rector. We, the Trinity community, will gather to tell stories about what makes Trinity, Trinity, and to share our dreams for the future. The details of when and where, online or in person or some hybrid, those are all still being worked out. Like I said, I'm planting a seed today. We will be sure to let you know when it is time to see that shoot or stalk or leaves, when it's time. And just because we've planted seeds 
does not mean our ministry is done. We not, may not see the seeds that we plant come to fruit, but we can be looking for fruits of other seeds planted long ago, glimpses of God's love and grace emerging in the world around us. We can nurture, stake up, and stand with those efforts while they mature. The fruit of God's love is a world, a community, a church, where we stand with one another, where we are together because we are doing our best to love as God loves us, where all people are celebrated, where different ways of being in the world, different languages, cultures, genders, relationships, ages, and abilities all learn from each other and delight in one another. That's a seed planted by God in Jesus, that is still growing in mysterious ways. We are still growing, still becoming, still marveling at the mysteries of how seeds grow, confident that the seeds faithfully planted by us will indeed bear fruit. As we breathe in, the cool, fresh air of the garden, delve our hands into that holy soil. Let us pray. God of seeds, plants, gardens, whose prophets came to disrupt a human-ordered garden, give us faith in your kingdom's unruly and exuberant growth, humility to offer ourselves to it, joy to celebrate unexpected fruits, and courage to grow into a shelter wide enough for all. Through Jesus Christ, our teacher. Amen. <laughs>